Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. Hi, today is, um, let's see, Wednesday here that we're talking with Ken, and I'm here with Ken Olson from Fast Pitch Northwest. This is Stacey Mahoy with StaceyMahoy.com. And um, we're going to be talking today about, are you okay? We're going to be talking today about college recruiting and that process, as well as, you know, what Ken and his um, team do at Fast Pitch Northwest. And that's kind of how I met Ken was through Fast Pitch Northwest. We coordinated a camp, an evaluation camp here in Hawaii for our local kids, because I know that a lot of our kids in Hawaii tend to go more toward the West Coast if they leave the island. Um, because it's a little closer. Sometimes uh, families here have families up in Washington or Oregon. And so we thought it would be a good opportunity for our kids to have someone else come in. That's kind of what Fast Fast Pitch Northwest does and do some evaluation, do some spark testing, um, give us a chance to find out, you know, how fast do they really run up the line? what, What kind of arm do they have? and various other kinds of testing so that they have some hard numbers to work with and to kind of share with coaches if that can help them. So um, that's where we met and how we kind of, you know, started our connection. Um, So I just wanted to bring Ken on to share some of his insights on what families need to know during the college recruiting process, some things maybe that you haven't been considering and or you know some mistakes uh, very common mistakes that people make that you can avoid so thank you so much for being here Ken I'm, I'm happy to have you well thank you very much Stacy I'm uh, I'm uh, excited to be able to go through some things with you and uh, um, anyone who is going to be watching the podcast so um, very excited so yeah, so like uh, before we jump into all the fun stuff why don't you give us a little bit of background on um, who you are and how you even got involved in softball in the first place and how, you know, you started doing what you do with Fast Pitch Northwest. Well, I, uh, I got, kind of got, got into it um, the way a lot of coaches do, and that is that in, in 1993, I was approached by a um, I was coaching a 12U team at the time and, and knew very little about softball at that time. Um, and I had the opportunity to talk with an athletic director here in my hometown at Centralia. And um, he asked me, he says, we need a, a high school coach for softball because we're changing from softball or slow pitch to fast pitch. Uh, there weren't very many people around that had fast pitch experience probably including me at the time. So, but I, I uh, gave it some long thought, talked to my wife, and that's when I jumped into coaching uh, the varsity team at Centralia High School in their very first inaugural year, uh, 1993. I stayed there. I coached my three daughters uh, during that duration and, and was there for 19 years. Uh, and then uh it was time for me to kind of step away and kind of reevaluate what I was doing with my family. And uh, so I took about a three year hiatus and, uh, and then was approached again uh, by uh, a couple family members from a, a local smaller school community uh, in uh, PL Willapaw Valley. It's a combination two schools, very small. We have 70, 70 some kids in one school and 70 in the other. So it's not very big. And uh, so I'm coaching them there this year and uh, I've been there for four years. Uh, won a state championship last year. It's a great group of kids and I'm, I'm, having, a, I'm having a ball right now. So um, now about Fast Pitch Northwest, we started in 2010 actually. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure when I think it was 2011 when I was in Hawaii for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I believe it could have been 12, but I think it was 2011 um, with our program. And uh, this is our ninth year of uh, helping kids to understand the process, uh, build some profiles with them, 
um, and uh, see if we can help these young people get through the recruiting process. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. That's kind of a long way around it, but that's, <laughs> that's it. So I'm in my 23rd year of coaching high school softball. Never been a college coach. I have no interest to do it uh, because it's 365 days a year. Uh, and I would never have any time for my family. So that family's most important to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. It's just, it's very, very demanding. And I got to see that as a player, um, you know, some I coached at school before I was there and leaving later. And it's, it's a long, long day. And it's like you said, year round. So, um, and I saw his family have to come and visit him at work. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know about that. So well, yeah. Yeah. So what advice do you have for families who are maybe just beginning this college recruiting process and just getting started in it? Um, what are some things you feel they need to know? Well, I think first and foremost, when I talk to uh, the kids um, uh, in Hawaii, and even obviously we do about 15 camps a summer, when I talk to those people, I talk, talk to them about number one thing is academics. Mm-hmm. If they think they're going to get some, um, uh, this, this, this big scholarship in softball, um, we're in the one to 2% in the United States uh, uh, as far as getting college softball scholarships, but academics will get them so much more. So make sure your kids are you know, staying in, in tune with their academics. Uh, don't put other things in front of their academics, especially softball or any other sports. So um, Another thing would be there are no guarantees. I mean, I went into it back in the 90s with my daughters uh, thinking that they were going to get a, a college scholarship and, uh, and, and help to pay because I didn't have a lot of money at the time and didn't know how I was going to pay for their college. So I, uh, uh, I, it, it was a fallacy, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get a lot more money in academics than they are uh, college athletic scholarships. So... Um, you know, another thing is that there, it takes a ton of work. It takes a ton of work and time. And, and then the, the final thing, it takes a lot of money uh, from parents and uh, the commitment to the players and uh, a lot of family sacrifice. You know, you take your vacations at the softball fields. You, you know, unless you've, you're, you're a professional who make lots of money uh, in your job, um, you know, you have to take your vacations when you can get them. You can get time off from work and, uh, and so forth. So... Um, the other thing I would say to families is know your options. There are, uh, you know, I've, I've said this to many camps. Uh, there's the NC2A Division One, Two, and Three. Uh, you also have uh, NAIA softball that's available. Uh, and, and depending on your academics and where you're at academically uh, as a high school uh, student, uh, community colleges are a great way to go as well. My kids did the community college route and went on to four-year schools. So I really, really think that that is a, an opportunity that sometimes is overlooked only because of probably, I hate to say this, but probably some prestige, prestige issues. Mm-hmm. I want my daughter to play Division One, or I want her to play NC2A, and that, that should not be a criteria for you. So um, that's, uh, that's kind of where I, I think the families uh, should, you know, put their focus. I, I really do. So... Um, yeah, that's, that's as much as I have for that. I, 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 I kind of think that if we just focus on making sure that they're good academic kids. Yeah, yeah I know a lot of, um, I had some coaches express some frustration over, you know, kids who are going through the process and they were having coaches and programs and schools that were interested in them, but parents were kind of just shutting it down because it wasn't division one or it wasn't, you know, this particular school or that particular school. And, um, you know, they were expressing lots of frustration over that issue. So they were helping to remind parents that this is not your, <laughs> this is not your journey. This is not about where you want, you know, things to happen, but what's best, what's a good fit, what's best for your child. So, you know, trying to remind them to kind of stay a little bit more open to different possibilities rather than um, cutting off ones that are maybe the best ones for their child, so. Well, and I, I have, um, uh, I've seen it happen many, many times in my, my time with this is that, that um, people will, and we'll get into probably that subject here in a moment, but um, 
the I want to go to the University of Washington, for example, mm -hmm. and that's the only option I, I want to take. I'm going to go to the University of Washington. Well, that is fine, but the odds of that happening are extremely small and uh, uh, don't eliminate other options. It yeah. could be in your future, it could be a community college. You may mm -hmm. not think so now, but it, it could be a community college or it could be uh, maybe a smaller school. Maybe you're more tuned into going to a smaller community you come from a small community. So going into the big city sometimes is a little tough for a kid coming from a small community. Uh, you know, and there's, there's many of those communities out there um, in Hawaii and, and in the mainland here. Mm -hmm. And what about um, rule changes or is there anything in recent years that's changed that families need to know about? For example, you know, I know a lot of people that are now parents or coaches may have gone through the process years ago. Um, maybe if there has there been anything recently that we have to kind of be aware of as we go through. Process? Well, yeah, Stacy. There's uh, well, there's there's the one big one, and that is the early recruiting, mm -hmm. and uh, that is changing. Um, well, I, I guess I can't say oh, it's yeah. changing for sure, yeah. but it is going to be changing. Uh, there's a, a, a high probability that it's going to be changing for how they, these kids are being recruited and what they can do and what they can't do. Um, uh, last September, um, uh, excuse me, last January, um, they got together, the college coaches got together, um, and you can go online and check a lot of this stuff out, but uh, there's been a lot of complaints that um, – we're starting too early with these kids with early commits. And uh, so they're actually going through it right now. And, and on April 24th, just a few days away, they're going to be going through a, uh, um, a membership uh, a vote. And then it's going to go back to the NC2A to make a decision. And the way it would end up with now they can, they college coaches can uh, communicate a little bit with, there are really very few restrictions other than uh, personal uh, contacts, that kind of thing. But uh, starting uh, on September 1st of the, of the student athletes, uh, in softball anyway, student athletes uh, junior year would be when all of this can start to happen. That is happening right now. They want to delay. There's a kid that's going to, I think it's the University of Florida. She was in the sixth grade and gave a verbal commitment to Florida with the college coach. I, I don't want to be quoted on that, but I, I believe it was Florida. It could have been, you know, one of the Florida schools. Uh, and to me, that is that is silliness. How are, how are we going to know what that? How does that college coach know what this kid's going to be like in six six years? Uh, body change. Uh, approach to the game, how they work, uh, size of the body. You know, some kids gain some weight, uh, same kids lose weight. So they're not the same kid. You can't forecast what a kid's going to be too much. So um, that's the big one. Um, you know, I, I hope it's ratified and I hope it goes through. I mean, you, you can go on and talk to a lot of the college coaches out there uh, and they literally are, are, are ready for this. Um, so... I think there's going to be some changes on the horizon with yeah. early early recruits. We should know by the end of the month how things go with that. So yeah. it'll be yeah. interesting to see. What about, um, you know, you've probably seen many families over the past years go through this process and you've been through it yourself. So what are some things that you see um, families doing that aren't, you know, the most helpful? What are some of the common mistakes that you see happening here? Well, we, we just discussed it a little bit, you and I here, um, is, you know, um, be realistic with your daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that your daughter is, um, um, how many times have you heard this? The only way, you know, that my daughter will go to college is to get a, co a softball scholarship. Um, well, that's, um, that's got to be uh, pulled off the table. Um, you know, like I said earlier, academics is going to get them a lot more money. Um, being realistic, you know, is um, with their abilities. Um, we as parents, we always think our kids pretty good, uh, but sometimes we go a little overboard on that, and I think that uh, you have to be realistic. Um, 
don't focus so to- solely on the uh, softball side of it. I mean, a lot of kids, it's all I want to do. All I want to do is play softball. But then they, then they, the college coaches start recruiting and okay, what's your GPA? Well, it's 2.9, but I'm making it better. Well, I'm, I'm going to have it better. Uh, well, should have had it better by now uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So um, again, it all comes back to academics and, uh, um, and I would say to parents, I would say, listen to your daughter a little bit. Um, she can kind of give you some sense of what she wants and not what you want as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a, that's a, a big mistake that a lot of parents make. Um, I made the mistake of, of doing that with my oldest daughter. Um, she wasn't as enthused about softball as much as I was. And we were in a, in a tournament in Colorado and, and she had a bad game and there were college coaches all around, all around at this, with the fireworks uh, tournament. And uh, we got back to the hotel and by the time we were done, I was in tears. She was in tears because she really wasn't too excited about doing what I thought I wanted her to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be realistic with your, your child. So. Okay. Yeah. And that was kind of the next question I wanted to ask you about parents. Like what do you feel our role is in this process? I mean, obviously I think that, um, you know, we are, we have some responsibility to do some homework as far as, and not just rely on, you know, coaches or not just rely on other people to handle this process for us. So what else do you feel as far as parents are concerned, like what our role is in the process? Um, you know, I, I really think that, um, when you're looking, obviously you have to get out in front of college coaches some way, somehow, if that's what your goal is to play college softball, regardless of scholarships if you want to play college softball you have to get in front of those coaches well how do you do that well i think it starts with finding the right team okay Mm -hmm. but not just finding the team finding the right coach that can help you get through this process because those travel team coaches have to be connected with college coaches Mm -hmm. Uh, they can't just say well i coach a travel team and uh, um, my job's done i'm just going to coach them up we're going to go to tournaments uh, all is good. They're going to get recruited. I'm going to look good. Player's going to get a college scholarship, and I've done my job. Well, your job is more than that. I think you have to get a little bit more connected with the college coaches uh, as a as a travel coach. Um, sometimes I think uh, um, does a coach have those connections? Check mm-hmm. into that stuff. Check into uh, maybe chat with some of the players and or parents that are on the existing team that you're considering. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would be a real good source of information to know whether or not this particular team you're going to choose is uh, uh, the right one for you. Um, so those are some key things that I think that uh, um, we have to do. And, and, and I, uh, we'll probably get into it a little bit later, but um, it's, it's very important that you let the coaches coach. Um, those helicopter pilot, or helicopter, uh, excuse me, helicopter parents who are totally involved, and and, uh, and I, I call it interference. Um, uh, it is uh, it is a uh, it can be very serious for your daughter because your daughter might not know that you're getting overly involved and in talking to the coach. And why isn't my daughter playing? Let the coaches coach. You chose those coaches, so let those coaches coach. I run into it at the high school level. Not now, fortunately. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't have won a state championship last year if I, if I had interference from parents. Mm-hmm. I had a great group of parents, uh, and I got a great group of parents coming back. And it is just, uh, you know, they support us. They might not agree with everything we do, but they, they support what we're trying to do. So um, um, finding that right team, I think, and uh, make sure that those parents don't get too overly involved. Let the players play. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that it takes a certain skill level. I mean, you have to be able to play softball in order to continue in the sport. Um, and you've touched upon grades. So what else do you feel our college coaches are looking for when they evaluate athletes? And what are some of the methods they use to kind of get to know a player beyond just, you know, the arm and the speed and the bat and so on? Sure. Um, I think it, it, would I have the opportunity to do doing what I'm doing with Fast Pitch Northwest? Not so much as a high school coach, 
at all that I think with Bass Pitch Northwest, when we're at our tournament and there's 30 college coaches there, um, they're continually either coming up to me and my assistant, Tom Mullen, or they're, or I'm going to them and talk to those college coaches. You know, I kind of have a sense of what all these coaches are looking for prior to the, the tournament starting, but not always. And so I might go up to the coach and ask them what they're looking for. And one thing that always keeps coming back is they want a good character kid. They want someone who has good, uh, has been brought up the right way um, and can communicate with the coach in an intelligent way uh, and, uh, you know, not be overly shy when you talk to these coaches, if you get an opportunity to do it. Um, uh, so, um, and, and really that all starts with the character. It all starts with the good parenting, obviously. Uh, what is good parenting? I mean, you put that in quotes, but what is good parenting? Well, it is making sure that they're doing the right things at the right times and these and their daughters are, are, again, going back to academics, getting their schoolwork done and all that. Um, I, had a, a, I had a chance this past winter when I was in Hawaii uh, in the November, I guess it was. Uh, Mike Larrabee with Central Washington University uh, was my assistant in Hawaii uh, at the two camps that I did. And, uh, and I had a chance to spend five days with him, and I've known him for a while because um, he is a Washington native uh, and um, Mike told me that his first communication in person or email can tell the, tell the whole story with a player. So when you communicate, talk intelligently, um, don't use slang, all this stuff, um, learn how to spell. Um, I see that with, our, you know, we offer college scholarships to our seniors that go through our program. Uh, and I'll see their, their applications come in with spelling errors and that kind of thing. And, and I, I personally have to kind of, set those aside, uh, but, and, and learn how to write an email properly. There's an old story that, um, uh, that, you know, if you're emailing a, a community college coach, um, uh, don't start your conversation off with, I want to attend your four-year school. <laughs> That's just probably not going to happen with a two-year school. So, you know, be intelligent when you write your, write and spell, um, you know, and, and really, they, they want to talk to the parents. They don't, or excuse me, the players, not necessarily the parents. Um, and uh, uh, those, are the, those, those players need to be able to communicate with those college coaches. Um, and the last thing I'd say on that would be uh, when they're watching a game, they don't necessarily want to see you get hits, feel the ball correctly. They're going to notice those things, but they want to see what you do when you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that, that uh, they watch you go into the dugout. They watch you interact with your coach. They even spend time, and I've had many of them say this to me, um, I want to see how they interact with their parents after the game, and maybe they've had a couple mistakes. Um, are they short with their parents? Do they not want to talk to their parents? Are they short with their teammates? Um, so, you know, be a good student, be a good teammate, and keep, be a good daughter. Um, mm -hmm. And they're looking at those things as much as they're looking at uh, you know, the, the physical skills that you have. It doesn't take long for me. I'm a hitting instructor as well. It doesn't take long for me to be able to look at a swing and say that that swing is very workable and I can work with it if I was a college coach. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with fielding ground balls, um, pitchers. Uh, it, it, it doesn't take long for an experienced coach to be able to, you could do it. Uh, you've been around the game a long time. You could go watch somebody and you could come up with five or six things that they do right and wrong uh, in a heartbeat. It wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to analyze it too long. So um, I think that's kind of where I would, I would head is um, just be a good person before you're a good player. And what would you say to a high school player who really wants to play in college, loves playing the game and, um, doesn't seem to be really getting much traction or doesn't seem to be going, getting anywhere as far as being seen or being noticed by anyone. Um, what, you know, what would you say to someone like that? Well, I, I think, I think you, there's some questions you have to ask yourself. And I think, you know, do you know what you want? Uh, what level of play you want to play at? Um, do you, 
Do you want to play at a small school? Do you want to play at a large school? Um, do you want to play in a big city, a smaller city? Um, do you want to, uh, are you suited, are your academics suited to play at a four-year school? Um, but, um, um, you know, what kind of contacts are you making with the college coaches? I mean, are you, are you waiting for them to recruit you? Or are you being proactive? And, you know, do you have a, you know, a small list of schools that you would consider? Um, and uh, are you communicating with those, those schools? You have to communicate with that coach. You may think they may, they may not get back to you. If you send them an email, and they may not get back to you for two to three weeks, especially during the, the college softball season. So uh, don't get discouraged. Just stay with it. Uh, and uh, don't get discouraged. Um, you know, these colleges, these college coaches need to see you. I've had college coaches tell me, I'll send them a, a note about, um, uh, it could be, uh, when I was with, with, with Stacey, and it, it, when she was, did she have, did she, uh, if she's not going to get seen, uh, does she have a video? They'll ask me, does she have a video? And I'll, I'll say, well, I don't know. I'll check and see if she does. I'll look at our website with her profile and, and no, no, she doesn't have a video on our profile, which is where she should have a video. But a lot of kids don't have profiles and they, and they don't have videos. So they need to get a video done as soon as they can, uh, because these college coaches have to see them. And then, um, uh, you have the right travel coach. We talked about that earlier. And are they doing their part? If you choose the wrong team coaches, um, and I guess you have to do your homework there and make sure, like I said earlier, make sure you're getting the right people to help you. Um, uh, is, your, is your travel coach uh, getting, your, uh, getting you seen? Um, are you going to college camps? What a great way to go to – I mean, I know even on the on the islands over here, there's a lot of colleges that play softball. They have camps all the time. Get to as many camps as you can. You might be in front of that coach for a one or two day camp. Uh, you're in front of them for six hours a day. Um, you're you have a chance to interact with them, communicate again with that coach, uh, and I come back to that that part again. And then um, I'll say this: uh, when we're when we're in Hawaii, come to our camp. Get yourself tested uh, and, uh, um, and get some statistics, get a profile, develop some numbers that you can take with you and use. And, uh, and then eventually the hope would be to get over to Washington and uh, play in our tournament. Uh, and it's just another opportunity. I'm not saying it's the only way to go, but I'm just saying that there are other ways to do it other than just expect the coaches to watch, uh, come see you play. You have to do your homework and you really have to be into it. Uh, and uh, parents, let your player, let your daughters uh, do most of this. I mean, you can help them, you know, maybe write some of that stuff, but really it should come from them and uh, uh, stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. So um, let's talk about the fast pitch Northwest process a little bit, because I don't know if parents realize um, why it's helpful to have, you know, to get that testing done because the college coach doesn't just want to hear you say that you can run down the line in under three seconds or your coach say, oh, yeah, they, they're fast, they can do this or they can do that. But it's actually helpful to have someone who's not your coach and not your parent um, have you tested in, you know, standardized format and show, okay, this is her home to first speed or this is, you know, how hard she throws the ball and so on. So can you walk us through a little bit of like what the process is? If someone were to come to your camp and also attend the tournament, which is unique and why part of why I wanted to give our local kids a chance to get there. Um, could you kind of walk us through that as well as what areas you do camps and clinics or camps and evaluation in? Right. Um, as I said earlier, we started in 2010 and uh, our, our, our ultimate goal is to get test camps, build a profile for them, uh, and eventually if they're, our program is, uh, is uh, based off of coach recommendations. 
Mm. You cannot you cannot be in our program if you don't have a recommendation from a coach. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is quite simple. Number one, we don't want to overwhelm a player who's maybe just getting started with softball, and 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 they come out with you know fifteen to twenty kids, and they're all at a very high skill level, and this particular uh, kid is uh, way way behind. They get, they get a little embarrassed. Uh, so we our program is recommendation recommendations only. Um, if I know the team as a now that I've been in this for so long, if I know the teams, all the teams in Hawaii, I, I have a pretty good feel for them. Um, then I would uh, uh, probably be the person that recommended them, uh, and they wouldn't need a, a recommendation from a coach. But if I don't know the team, uh, then I would probably talk to the coach. So anyway, we, we're going to travel around the Northwest. We go to Idaho, uh, Washington, Oregon. We've been to Colorado, and we go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been going to Hawaii for eight years, I think, um, every November we're there. And uh, um, we, have, we hold a camp on Maui and, and another one on Oahu. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the camp is a six-hour camp. We're going to test these players uh, on with – we use the, the Nike Spark uh, program as part of our, our testing. And that is a vertical jump, a 20-yard sprint, a shuttle and a powerball throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, um, we do it with the other statistics as well. We rank our players uh, in those categories by uh, graduation year. Uh, we're also going to test these players uh, in, uh, you know, home to first, home to home. Uh, we're going to test the catcher's arm strength, uh, pop to pop times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to test the overall players, non-catchers, everyone else on their arm strength. Um, we let them throw from center field or, or shortstop and or both. Uh, and we get a number there. We use radar guns. Um, and then the pitchers throw as well. Any pitchers that's, that wants to get their numbers up on their profile, we will test them as well with the radar gun. And, uh, um, and then the part that I think is probably just as important or more important is at the end, we always sit down with the kids and talk to them about what you and I are talking about right now in the recruiting process. So you get that advantage as well. And then within a couple of weeks, their profile that we built with their statistics for the day will go up on our website and it's free to the public. Um, all the college coaches know about us, especially in the Northwest. You were mentioning earlier about Washington, Oregon uh, and the, the Hawaiian kids that like to stay a little bit closer to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those coaches use our site, our numbers. They trust us now. Um, uh, when we first started, there was probably, okay, who are these guys? Uh, but uh, eventually, uh, we've got them all on board with us, and they use our numbers that we have in all of our rankings. Um, and I get college coaches calling me uh, quite often, uh, and asking me about, do you have a 2019 high quality catcher, uh, that is, uh, with good academics mm-hmm. and I'll go through my list and, uh, uh, some of them I know right off the top of my head because we remember the, the great mm-hmm. ones, don't we as players, as coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and then from the profiles and the camps, we're going to, we're going to sit down with whoever's assisting me for the day. Uh, we're going to sit down and go through all the numbers. And again, we interacted with these kids for six hours. So mm-hmm. if it's a good character kid and she's got good numbers, then we're going to, then we're going to, you know, highly recommend that they get to our tournament at the, at the camps. I've sometimes gone up to the player and said, you need to get to our camp or our tournament, young lady, uh, where all the coaches are. Right. And, that's in Centralia, Washington. It's in a mid-state. It's uh, real accessible from Portland and Seattle. Uh, and it, uh, it's a, it's a three-day tournament midweek. Um, the kids are, uh, that are selected are placed on teams, and the teams are very small, 12 players on a team. Uh, and they compete for five games over those three days. Uh, and the college coaches come in. And, and if the kid has done her homework, by talking to college coaches that are in the Northwest, mm-hmm. inviting them to come to the tournament, then they will, 
these college coaches might come in with anywhere 12 to 15 kids that they're supposed to watch over those three days because they've communicated with them. Uh, Mike Larrabee had two years ago had 15 kids on his list and 12 of them, 12 of them he kept on his radar. So we get good kids to the tournament. We get the coaches there. It's just a matter of, are you lucky enough to communicate well? Do all the things that we've discussed over the last 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Do it right. And uh, who knows? But again, I said, no guarantees. It's never a guarantee with any of this. Yeah. So one of some of the things that I liked about the whole process was that, you know, besides having some verified numbers to share and places to send coaches if they wanted to know, well, how fast do you run? You know, what is your throwing like? That was nice to have. And then, you know, not, especially from Hawaii, I don't know what it's like in other places of the country, but especially from Hawaii, it's like not all of our kids have the opportunity or have the, you know, resources to travel to all the other major showcases a couple times a year. Um, it, like you said, it costs a lot of money. And so the other thing is, even if you are to get up there, there's so much competition. If you're not, have, you don't have the right jersey with the right team number or team name, um, you might not even be paid attention to. And someone else who is less skilled or less, you know, talented might just have more attention because they're on a certain team or, you know, coaches already know that team, just like how you say, you know, I know this team, so I kind of know if they're worth paying attention to. Um, and so when they go up to your camp or your tournament, um, these kids are just kind of divided up into different teams. So there's no, you know, you got to make your name for yourself in a way. Like there's no benefit because to someone else, because they're on the right team and you're not, and there's no um you know, there's no disadvantage because you're on the wrong team or anything like that. So, and by the same token, you're not automatically going to be watched just because you have the right jersey on. So you actually need to do your homework. You need to communicate and you need to play ball and, uh, you know, do all the things that we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that was cool is that, you know, some of us, we don't have our own college connections. Maybe we're on a team where the coach really doesn't, you know, we didn't get that opportunity to play for the coach that has all the connections. Um, so to get in front of your team and your, you know, your staff and to have someone who kind of knows that this particular student athlete has something to offer to different colleges and you have those connections where they might be coming to you and asking and now you have kind of a personal connection there. You know, that's, that's another thing that was helpful in the process, you know, when we were going through that. So those are some of the things that um, I felt were an advantage uh, with Fast Pitch Northwest as far as, you know, sometimes we don't have all the opportunities lined up the way that, you know, would be ideal um, as far as having the right travel ball team and, you know, having the resources to travel to the California showcases and Colorado and whatever else may be going on. So, or to get up to the college camps of the colleges where, we'd like to go like that's that all costs you know significant amount of money from hawaii so um it was awesome to be able to have fast pitch northwest and that whole scenario as another option like you were saying well the yeah and the and to touch on that just a little bit uh the uh the way you mentioned it but the way we we do this is the kids who come over here and we put them on, we place them on teams. Now, this is the first time they've met any of these players that they're going to be playing with. So they have to learn how to get along with, similar to what they're going to meet in college, you have to be able to get along with your teammates. You have to be, you know, you have to support your teammates. Uh, but this is the first day they've ever met these people, these, these, these teammates that they're going to be playing with. And we find within and I've talked to a lot of the kids about this over the years, we find that within about three innings of the first game, they're all interacting like they've played together for a long time because they've made friendships. They've broken the ice with their teammates. Um, the teammates, what are we always doing as players? We're always evaluating the players that we're playing with. You know, you come in with new freshmen, those freshmen are being evaluated by the older players. And so if you come in and you, you, you do well and you're, you know, you're throwing well and you're fielding ground balls well, um, 
you've got credibility. So then your then your teammate is really uh, she's there for you. Um, it could go the other way, I suppose, if you had a, a, a bad inning or two. But for the most part, these kids really enjoy and they keep friendships for a long time. I have kids all the time tell me that they're still emailing and texting. And that's six, seven years ago. They're still staying in touch with some of those kids they played with for those three days and five games. Mm -hmm. So um, developing new friendships, uh, a new concept. Um, I just think there's plenty of upside. And, and I think that uh, um, it's just a great experience for these guys. And uh, uh, again, you said it, there's no team here to recognize. It's uh I'm here to watch that player play. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so um, they're not looking for that bat busters or whatever, but uh, uh, bat busters team. So um, we like what we're doing. We think we're, we're, we're helpful. Um, and college coaches contact us quite often, both Tom and I, my assistant, Tom Alden, and they talk to us. They ask us, okay, what do you have? What, what's, what do you know about this kid? They do it at the tournament, and uh, we can introduce at the tournament, we can actually introduce to some levels of college coaches, actually introduce a player to a coach that we know that is looking for a shortstop, for example. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring over uh, Susie, and I'm going to introduce you to Susie. You were watching her, uh, liked her. Let me introduce you to her. Mm -hmm. We'll do that at the tournament. So those things happen all the time at the tournament. These college coaches who can do it, because mm -hmm. there's restrictions, mm -hmm. uh, they can uh, uh, chat with them. Um, I think Division Three, if I'm not mistaken, is is a little bit more open to doing some of this stuff. NAIA, they can talk to coach or players all all tournament long. Uh, community colleges can, those coaches can talk to players all the tournament. But mm -hmm. NC2A have different rules, and they have to wait till the tournament's over. Um, so anyway, that's some yeah. of the things we do that benefit players. Yeah. So I have to. Um also add that, yeah, when my daughter went up there and played and uh, got to, you know, be on the team and everything, she definitely had a lot of fun. Um, was talking, like you said, was talking to the players that she met long after she came home, uh, even though they only met that one weekend. And the other thing that we made time to do or she had time to do that families might want to consider if they're not from that area is that, you know, she had some time to go and stop in at different, a couple of different colleges and see the area, see the campus and so on. So, you know, all wrapped up into kind of one, one trip. So it was really useful. Right, right. Uh, most of the colleges are within, um, and it sounds like a long time because I've been in Hawaii, you know, eight or nine years in a row here. Uh, and I know you don't travel too long, how many hours in the car, but uh, <laughs> um, for, for, for the most part, uh, um, I think the day that, Stacia was with me. We went down to Western Oregon. It was like a three and a half hour drive and, and she had a full tour. And, uh, um, and so, um, don't normally ever do that, but, uh, <laughs> take a player, but I knew you. So, uh, he was interested and he, uh, um, coach Sergeant, uh, took a look at her and, uh, uh, was excited to, to have her at his campus. So, uh, like you say, colleges are fairly close. Take advantage of it spending a couple extra days going around and, and, and visiting some of these colleges mm -hmm. on campus, look at it, see if it's something that fits. Mm -hmm. um, one other thing that I might add, there was a player, uh, Eastern Washington, we had a, a camp. There was a, ki a kid who really showed well at our camp. Uh, and uh, I asked her at the camp, I said, um, what have you got going for yourself? And she says, no, not much. Uh, I haven't been getting a lot. Kind of goes into that one question you ask. And I said, would you be interested in going to the west side of the mountains in, in Western Washington over in our city? Uh, and she said, sure. So I contacted a college coach in our town here who used to coach with me. Uh, and she's now playing at that college. When she graduated, she got a scholarship to play at Centralia College. Uh, and it was just for me watching her at this camp. Those mm -hmm. things happen, mm -hmm. you know, um, make an impression, make yeah. an impression and and we're there to help the kids. Uh, and uh, um, I, I always tell kids at the camps and parents at the camp, if you have any more questions, call me. I don't get a lot of calls. I think people are afraid to call, but uh, uh, people can call, you know, and, and uh, see what's, what do you know about Coach Smith? You know, what do you know about this particular school? 
can you help me with this? Uh, any of that we can do, and I'm happy to do it. Yeah, and uh, if uh, if there are parents who are in that situation, um, yeah, I found that it was very easy to communicate with you and to ask any questions, and you're always, you know, willing to, you know, provide some time, answer questions, or talk about different things. So definitely take advantage of that if it's something that you have thought about but are hesitant for some reason. Um, both you and Tom are really, really good and awesome to work with. So um, any last words you want to share? Any last ideas you want to share before we wrap it up? Well, we've touched on a lot. Um, <laughs> and um, I just want to thank you for uh, giving us this platform to, you know, talk a little bit to these parents and, and players out there. Um, and hopefully something sunk into these mm -hmm. parents and, uh, um, and these players. I, um, players have to do a lot. Parents can help to guide them. But the players are really the ones that um, have to control their own future and not being afraid to tell their parent that, you know, I don't want to go to the University of Washington. I want to go to a community college, and that's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, you know, I, I, don't, I think we've touched on almost everything. So. Yeah, I just had one, one last thought that came to mind. Um, okay. Uh, I know a lot of the players that went to the evaluation camp that you, you know, you, Fast Pitch Northwest does in different areas. Um, and they really enjoyed it. It's a fun experience. It's not like a typical, I mean, it's not like a lot of the college camps that we went to and whatnot. So the whole testing aspect of it and just the process of that evaluation camp in general was a lot of fun. And I had, you know, our oldest daughter was really into softball. So she was like, yes, I'll do it. Our other daughter was kind of like, ah, she sort of played, but she sort of was just there for socialization. Like it wasn't really her main sport, um, but yet she wanted to do the camp and she actually enjoyed going through that process too and it was a fun experience for her so it's not you know just oh you have to do this because of a you know it's part of the process and it's something you have to do but a lot of the players that go actually enjoy um, that evaluation process and you know the evaluation camp that you all put on in different areas so i just wanted to add that in case um I don't know. I, I I'm all about something that's fun, so <laughs> so I figured well, I'd put that into. I think I think anything that these guys do, it has to be. Involved. Uh, if we can provide a you know a, a venue that, that that can provide that, if we can provide that, that's a, that's a bonus for our program and a bonus to the kids. And it's really about the kids, not necessarily what we do, but um, we can help them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's in a, in a general sense, we can help them. Mm -hmm. um, and I might say this, uh, I think that if kids did not attend our camps in November and are maybe watch this and are interested, uh, please have, you know, be sure you get a hold of me. Uh, you can go on our website at fastpitchnw.com. Uh, I, I, would, I would hope that they would go on our website look at some of the rankings, look at some of the numbers, maybe they've been tested before, uh, you know, look at some of the kids from Hawaii who are there, maybe mm -hmm. their teammates. Uh, but if they didn't attend the, the two, one of the two camps in November, we also offer a, a, our tournament this year is July 24th, 25th, and 26th. And if they want it, they have to attend a, a camp to be able to play in our tournament. Uh, one of the things I did not mention um, so if they missed it in November and they think, well, I can't go to the tournament, I don't want to bother with this, we offer a Monday, a tournament's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm -hmm. we offer Monday another camp opportunity for any of the kids, whether they're from Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Hawaii, uh, to attend this camp to qualify to go on to the tournament. Mm -hmm. The only thing different about this is we don't have a chance to see them prior to the tournament, mm -hmm. so we have to have some information about anybody that would do that. We would have to probably get into that recommendation, mm -hmm. talk to the coaches, talk to the parents, uh, people who know them, maybe look at some of their stats. Are they first, second team all week? Uh, are they, you know, go on. I know that there's some, um, some sites there in Hawaii that cover high school sports really well mm -hmm. that you can go on and get statistics, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. we would do that prior to allowing them to come into our Monday camp and tournament. But, uh, uh, all is not lost. Contact us if you want to go to the tournament. 
you have to attend that camp on that Monday. It's the only other opportunity, unless you're in Washington uh, and we're having a camp. You know, if you're in, you can go on our site and look at our, uh, we call them PECs, player evaluation camps. Go on that particular tab, look at the, look at the dates. Maybe you're in Portland when we're in Portland. Go to that camp. That could qualify you to get the opportunity to be invited. So there are other opportunities. Uh, don't rule it out. Love to have you come over and uh, these players come over and, and uh, attend our tournament in that camp. Okay, so one more time, where can people get in touch with you or learn more about uh, Fast Pitch Northwest and the evaluation camps as well as the tournament? Well, again, uh, I, would, I would highly recommend that they, they uh, go on our website. It's got a ton of information. It tells a little bit about myself, my history, a little bit about Tom. Uh, but our phone numbers are there. My phone numbers there, not Tom's. Um, and and then go through all of that stuff on the Fast Pitch Northwest. Tom writes articles for our our uh, um, our website. They're very informative web uh, uh, articles that he he uh, he produces uh, one every couple weeks. Um, and uh, um, do that. And um, yeah, I think if they want to call me directly, I want to give them the phone number here, uh, mm -hmm. 360-790-9173. It is on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, and my email address is there as well. So, And what's, uh, the, what's the URL again? It the is www.fastpitch.com nw.com yeah. all righty well thank you so much for being here tom i appreciate your time and all right. uh, thank you for all you do in our community as well all right thanks for having me you're welcome bye Stacey. hey thanks so much for listening to the podcast if you would like to stay connected online you can do so at stacymahoy.com that's s-t-a-c-i-e m is in mary a-h-o-e.com and on facebook facebook.com slash coach stacy you can also catch me on twitter at Stacey Mahoy. I'll see you there.